sunshine, tears and rain, precious memories of years go by. Eyes of darkness, fear and pain, all the time that we had. When all that's left is a photograph, not one gonna fall in the sun. You are listening to the dulcet tones of Callum and David's Any Requests podcast. This is, of course, the podcast where Callum and David dissect and delve into your requests for a podcast on absolutely anything you want for your aural pleasure. That is entirely correct, and I am flabbergasted. I love that. <laughs> Took me completely by surprise. Yep. Hoodwinked me. Thought, thought I'd try something new. Yeah, you, and do you know what? You, yeah. And I loved it. It yeah. was great. Yeah, it's nice. We're in a creative place at the moment. Mm, exactly. Um, this is largely because we've been doing lots and lots of creative things. We have, and and our uh, <laughs> deepest condolences, but I didn't mean that. Our sincere apologies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to uh, all of you out there um, for uh, yes, our tardiness in getting back onto the uh, any requests train. Um, but yes, as as Callum said, we have been. Uh, uh, overwhelmed with with work and projects uh, at the moment as the world opens back up and yeah. our uh, diaries open back up and all that kind of thing. So um, yes, apologies that it's been a few weeks, but we are we are back. Yeah, um, thanks for your patience. We'll be catching up with the requests uh, over the next few days. So do keep an eye out on social media um, and uh, make sure you um, like and subscribe uh, all, to all the relevant places so that you can catch up with the releases because some might not be uh, coming out on the Monday morning. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to try something a little bit different just because uh, our, our schedules are getting um, uh, a lot busier and a lot kind of pre-pandemic uh, levels. So, um, yes, we're going to see how we do in terms of kind of releasing them a bit more on an ad hoc basis. So uh, do, yeah, please uh, keep your eyes peeled onto our socials uh, for when are kind of yeah episodes getting released because it may be that we end up releasing two or three in a week and they're not doing any for a few weeks or we're going to kind of try and keep going but work it a bit more around our our existing schedules yeah uh in the meantime we are back this week um with the wonderful and increasingly painful request from adam Coprock. Coppington Rockington the third. Um, and quite right, it is the third because mm-hmm. it's the third episode of Coprock that it we're is. looking at. How is it only the third? I, I feel like we've been made to watch hours and hours and hours I of this stuff. thought it was at least the 18th episode. Yeah, I mean, it's our fault because we did introduce Adam to Coprock many years ago. Um, but j- mainly the theme tune and a, a, yeah. and a couple of tracks. Um but he's fallen in love with it and now is making us watch all of the episodes. And they seem to be getting progressively worse. Oh, without a doubt. Um, so this episode, is it called Happy Mother's Day? Yes. Why is it called that? Well, very good question. There is a link to mud later on, but that's it. <sighs> yeah. Um, so I don't know why it's called Happy Mother's Day. It's not no. a pun on Mother's Day, which is what you'd think it, it is. <laughs> what? It but be. it's not set on Mother's Day. It's got nothing to do with Mother's at all no uh, other episodes have like the last episode <laughs> um but not this one so fine yeah so right. we open uh right. with go on from the very beginning from the very beginning yeah so yes we open with the 
the chief chief of police police of chief of police playing singing and playing guitar yeah and immediately being interrupted and yeah. then being angry about in being interrupted playing and yeah. singing now what what is it what is this world do they know that they're singing in this world or do they not because every other time it doesn't it's 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 not yeah. within the world of the show. They're yeah. not. They're not. They don't know they're singing. No, it but makes yet, absolutely no sense. He references being interrupted whilst singing a song. Yeah. So I don't. And and I thought, oh, maybe it's that thing like we had a couple of episodes ago where the guy was singing along to the radio, and that was him in the singing. World. Yeah. But then that's not the case because in a minute he carries on that song, and it is a a, a cop rock musical song. So, yeah. so now I, 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 what, what, what are the rules of this show? What are the rules? Uh, there are no rules, and if there were rules, they would be broken pretty immediately. So, no, it's not clear at all. Um, but the important thing is that you know, as with every song in Cop Rock, you know, and as the rules of mu- musical theatre, it moves the story along and tells us more about the character. There's an I want song normally in a musical. Um, uh, there are kind of things that motivate the characters and tell us more mm-hmm. as an audience about what's going on in their lives. Um, what would you say that this uh, song is telling us about the police chief? Uh, that he that he misses when he used to be a cowboy in the Old West. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, oh, it's an analogy, right? Mm-hmm. Because what he's saying is like he's tired of his police job and he wants to go out to the the Old West. But actually in the song, he talks about this cowboy, him being a cowboy and how the city wasn't made for him and he misses his wife, but the cowboy life is calling. I'm like, so is the cowboy life your police job? Or are you saying that actually you're sick of the city and the police job and you're but you quite like your wife but you'd like to go back to cowboying in that case we really have to believe that you actually were a cowboy in the old west which wouldn't make historical or narrative sense no it would involve time travel yeah and i'm saving that kind of confusion for crime traveler (laughs) but you're right it is the second one because we get a whole weird kind of music video yeah that that has never happened before since any of all the other songs that happen are within again like the they're in the setting of where they are. Yeah. This one, we we had a whole separate music video for it. Yeah, but it wasn't the old west. It was no. a cowboy. It was a cowboy on a horse. Yeah. Going up a main road. Yeah. Um, for a long time, coming up a hill over the road, yeah. and then we had some black children. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cut just cut back to him singing out the window. Yeah. With his guitar. Um, I was quite taken by his guitar because it's a Gibson Hummingbird, which is okay. quite an expensive acoustic guitar, very popular in the 60s because it was kind of psychedelic looking. Sure. But actually very solid guitars. And my uh, guitar on the wall is a kind of uh, an Epiphone copy of that. Um, so yeah, that was that was the most interesting thing for me yep. about all of that. I also thought it was interesting. There were quite cool lyrics there about the dogies. Um, mm. And dogies are, are like cowboy slang for cows. Yeah. It was how he wanted to hear... He missed hearing the dogies sing mm-hmm. and i was like a cow's known for their beautiful mooing like yeah. the melodic mooing of cows like yeah. this is the least melodic animal in the world yeah he also uh pronounced it doggies yeah. which was confusing for anyone that doesn't know what a dogie is because there were no there weren't really any cows in the in the shot so i was nor like, dogs nor dogs but if i heard <laughs> I miss hearing the doggies, doggies sing. Yeah. I was like, oh, he misses the dogs singing yeah. on the farm. 
It is, it is weird, although I have had that confusion myself. The only reason I know that doggies are cows is because other country singers. Yeah. And I've always okay. heard it as doggies. Yeah. And I'm like, why do they call them doggies? Are they for? Yeah. Um, but hey, maybe they probably do have working dogs with them. I don't know. Herding up the cows. Um, there was also uh, another really weird bit is that the the refrain mm. was yippee tie yay yay. Yippee, 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 tie, I, yippee. Yeah. Yippee, tie, I, A. Now, what would you say the most favourite, famous cowboy catchphrase is? Mm. Um, I'd probably say it's yippee, kaye. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maverick move. Yeah. There. Right. So I had to look up the history mm. of yippee, kaye. Right. Uh, everyone says the most famous example is John McClane. Yeah. In Die Hard. And says. Now, the interesting thing about this is that he says yippee because Hans Gruber says, oh, you fancy yourself as a bit of a John Wayne, do you? Mm-hmm. And John McClane responds, actually, I much prefer Roy Rogers. Right. Uh, Roy Rogers was a country yeah. singer rather than a, 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 an actor in Western movies, but he sang lots of country songs, old cowboy singers. Now, Roy Rogers never sang yippee or yippee I think he did do a lot of films, didn't he? Like, did he? As, did he do as films? The as, singing cowboy. as the yeah. singing cowboy. Oh, he was the singing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he never apparently never sang Yippie Kaye or said Yippie Kaye. Right. But Gene Autry, oh, yeah. who was a singer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did sing um, Whoopie Tie Aye. <laughs> yeah. Or right. Whoopie Tie Aye Car sometimes. Right. So I think the only possible explanation for Yippie Tie Aye being in there is if yep. Randy Newman went, oh, I'll, I'll base it on an old Gene Autry song. <laughs> And I'll include the weird idiomatic difference in the tie rather than kai Yep. Now, if that is the case, then yep. I'm more angry at Randy Newman <laughs> spending that amount of time to try and put some weird unknown bits of integrity into the song that otherwise makes absolutely no lyrical sense. I think, because there is evidence of this in another song later on, they were worried that Yippie kai was copyrighted by Die Hard. Maybe. And so they changed one to yippee kaye yeah. do you know what yippee kaye they think it might have um, originally meant no uh, to describe the sound of a, a cheeping like a bird okay that doesn't help does it no dates back to 1907 apparently uh, and then uh, eventually took on the figurative use uh, to shout or complain so don't ever tell me you don't get your money's worth on these podcasts no, guys absolutely Every day is a school day. Every um, day is a school day. I also uh, enjoyed, there were some references to some of his cowboy friends back in the day. Oh yeah, what were their names? Um, they were uh, Smiling Tom. <laughs> Smiling Tom. Smiling Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine if you were a cowboy and that was your, like <laughs> Billy the Kid, Wild yeah. Bill Hickok, Smiling Tom. I mean, yeah. also like, that's not what cowboys are known for. Oh, yeah. cowboys, they're always smiling, aren't they? They're yeah. always singing all these happy songs. Yeah. Like, Aren't they known for being miserable and lonely up on the yeah. on the mountains no. looking after cows? Not Smiling smile. Tom. Smiling Tom isn't. Smiling I, I don't trust Smiling Tom. He's just a you know font of positivity. All the time. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one called? Whiskey Jack. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where do you think they got that from? I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> I would never associate whiskey, whiskey and Jack. Yeah. Whiskey and and Jack. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Wild turkey whiskey? Yeah, yeah, yeah probably, probably that. Probably yeah. where it comes from. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, we're, we're tearing into this song and spending a bit of time on it. I just want to let you know that this is still the best song in the episode. Like, lyrically, it makes more sense than any of the others, I think. I would agree. It's standalone. 
It yeah. has nothing to do with anything. No, I would but agree. It, it gets worse from here on in. Oh, also, sorry, I did also just want to talk about the, um, uh, again, another kind of refrain that comes in in the chorus, which is, here's to the best, I'll drink to the rest. <laughs> but when you say, what's he doing when he's saying here's, because here's is your cheers, cheers, right? You're, you're yeah. drinking to someone. So to be clear, he's drinking to the best, and, and for the rest of everyone, he's drinking to them. <laughs> he's drinking also. Great. He's, he's just an excuse for a drink. Yeah. What is he drinking? Um, Probably Whiskey Jack. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I think he's drinking a nice old butler, Smiling Tom. <laughs> the other famous sour mash bourbon. Um, so so that I can't even remember why he gets interrupted in the first place. Okay, is the it, reason why he yeah. gets interrupted is because the cop who's leading the... LaRusso investigation. LaRusso investigation... Yeah thinks he's got evidence that LaRusso unlawfully killed that man. The captain from Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, and what's the name of the guy, the murder? I can't remember. Willie, some, uh, yeah, can't someone. Remember. Yeah. Um, which is ridiculous that it's taken this long for him yeah. to think that LaRusso might be yeah. guilty. And also, haven't they suspended LaRusso anyway? Because they were suspicious of him being guilty for her killing. Yeah. 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 Um, and they already know that all the forensic evidence by the woman's husband, forensic officer, was faked. So I don't know why LaRusso is, is still even in the picture. Well, uh, I'm not entirely sure. And I don't really know how they've done this because it's actually, I think, like, metaphysically impossible. But it is... It, it it somehow feels like a, you know, it is a, a, a season arc show mm-hmm. that have storylines that progress episode to episode. Yeah. Yet somehow it feels like every episode could have been written at any point and, and, and is out of, of any kind of order. Yeah. Whilst they can still somehow, and I don't know how they're doing both at the same time, but there's like like the 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 odd couple cops that robbed each other up the wrong way and then and then ended up bonding mm-hmm. were back to not liking each other again in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, I, I thought we... Why are we, we... We're just cycling through thing and you've forgotten everything that you've done the previous episode, but you're still able to carry on plot lines. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but they've come into the chief's office to say, we think LaRusso is guilty. Then they leave the office to have a private chat and then they come back in and say, yeah, no, um, we think Louisa is guilty. Yeah. So we don't know. Uh, like, the interesting thing was, what are they talking about? Yeah. No. But we don't know. It's not important and it, for us. It wasn't important for us. No. Um, so we go straight into a gritty drama again. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit like the the um, department chief, yeah. not the chief of police, but no. the department chief, yeah. who's a good guy trying to nail LaRusso and yeah. uh, bring everyone to justice. He kind of, you know, shouts at some people. Um. And then I think we go into the mayor's office. Yeah, yeah. Just so I, I believe that scene is to do with the fact that he's told. Well, no, because he's already suspended. But I swear that scene is is about Larusso being annoyed that he's not allowed to do police work. So. Yeah. But 
that's already happened that he yeah. knew that already yeah but again they seem to have forgotten that they've already done this yeah and so they're just doing it again yeah okay. i'm gonna have to come back to that because yeah. riso's status is is really important <laughs> yeah and completely unclear <laughs> yeah you're both the most important thing yeah. uh, for, for any of it to make sense and also the bit that is really really, really unclear vague yeah um, um, yes. And it doesn't help that Larusso himself is unclear about it. Yep. So he, it, you've painted yourself into a corner because none of the characters know what's officially actually happened. Yep. Yet they're all the most senior people in the department yep. who made those decisions. Yeah, fine. But yeah, so that happens. So we know that there's the muddy, the waters are muddied there. And then we go to the mayor's office. We go to the mayor's office, uh, and the um, mayor is meeting with um, someone. From, from a party a party yes dnc or um, gop yeah uh yeah they're very good at not uh not saying being partisan in this, <laughs> in this show um uh yeah and letting the mayor know that um that there is a spot on the senate coming yep. up and that she should run for senate and, now and he says do you want to run for senate and she says how yeah, bad yeah. does a shark want a drowning fat man yeah how bad do you want this mm-hmm. how how much does a shark dot 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 Want a drowning fat man? I mean, why? Hmm. Yeah, I know. I th- I, I I thought a lot about that. <laughs> so I was like, what? I mean, they don't, do they? Like, it, like they they smell blood and then they'll attack. Like, I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they care. I don't think they do. I don't either. think a shark does really badly want a drowning fat man. No, and also higher fat content is the last thing a shark's interested in. Exactly. Yeah. What about protein for a shark. Yeah. 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 No. So not nonsense line. Um, nonsense line. The point is uh, that this is just so we know that she is interested and going to pursue yeah. uh, running for Senate in the next election. Watching that scene, watching the cop rock writers write about politics, mm-hmm. is a little bit like watching a four-year-old write about <laughs> politics. <laughs> I mean, they must have given that scene to a work experience, yeah. um, like in yeah. turn or like. It, they knew absolutely nothing, no, nothing, and they just dodged everything. I'm like, you could have just yeah. researched it, like yeah. just a little bit, some words. But luckily, this storyline will make up for that um, with a lot of really interesting political nuance and, and <laughs> accuracy about how politics works and how voters work. Um, of course, yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll come on to that. But first, we um, go to a very odd club. Mm-hmm. That it that is kind of a strip club. It looks like quite a good club. The the layout and like the audience seating looks like a cabaret venue in like quite a swanky casino. Yeah, like at the Hippodrome, yeah. Leicester Square. It's that kind of. But it's feel. got a kind of old feel to it. like the decor. It's yeah. almost like a like the Goodfellas Club, right? Yeah, it's like that restaurant where yeah. there's cabaret seating and you can get a meal and it's. Yeah. Like, it feels quite yeah. dated in yeah. a cool, classy way. Yeah. But they've got... But what's happening in it? Yeah. Well, they've It's got... the opposite of that. What's happening in it is the opposite, and there seems to be some kind of mud wrestling competition. Well, it's... not some kind. It's a very specific kind of <laughs> strict mud wrestling yeah. with referees in striped shirts. Yeah. And, and there are rules, and they're actually doing some wrestling moves in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. not not wrestling moves, but they're meant no. to look like yeah. real wrestling moves. Yeah. Like, throwing each other over their shoulders in bikinis. Yeah. And the mud isn't, like, fake mud. That no. you, it's, like, thick yeah. peat. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, yeah, actual it mud taken from, the, like, the moors. 
Yeah. It's really, it looks horrible and it really does, dense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And the whole thing is, is continually and really obnoxiously like narrated by an MC slash commentator. <laughs> yeah. Who just completely upstages the entire whatever's yeah. meant to be happening. He is, he is con- every time we're in this club, he is relentlessly talking into a microphone. But he has been made to look like he works in like an off-road dive strip bar. Yeah. Like that's his whole character. That's what he's dressed as. But that's, and, and there, but, but he, that's meant to be what everything is. But they've done nothing else other than him to make yes. us feel like we're in a dive bar. But everyone's talking and behaving as if that's what it is. And I was like, no, it's just him. Yeah. He's come from a different bar and it's quite nice. Like you say, like sort of old school kind of cabaret venue it's, that's doing mud wrestling. He had like a baseball cap and and some hair down the back in 80s fashion. And I thought he reminds me of Paul Heyman yeah. in the yeah. ECW days where yeah. he's like up the staging on the ref. But at yeah. least that would make sense in the world of yeah. professional wrestling. It doesn't make sense in in either the club no. they're in or whatever industry this is that they've invented or the show that it's in. I'd, I'd also like to say all the women are mm-hmm. wearing outfits. You know, they're showing a fair bit of skin, but the outfits are still relatively practical for the job. They're not titillating outfits. They're like secure bikinis. Yeah, yeah, secure yeah. bikinis they're not... that are slightly probably, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, less... Uh, showing than you would on a beach yeah like they cover more skin than you would see absolutely on a beach the other thing is all the women are playing it as if they're really invested in the competition and they're not really interested in titillating the men like yeah they're, like it's like they're professional sport like mud wrestlers yeah but i don't think that's why it's but but again the guy yeah. the mc makes it feel like all of this is for the benefit of all these cd men he's like getting annoyed with the girls and being like come on yeah. make some money yeah and like Sorry, we're trying to concentrate on our wrestling. I'm like, no, you've invented this whole thing. (laughs) You you have control over all of this. Why have you got characters who are confused? If the characters are confused, (laughs) how? What hope do we have as an audience? If you've written characters that are confused about the setup of your that you've made up, yeah. Oh, it's infuriating. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was a real disconnect there. Yeah. Um, but. LaRusso's there. LaRusso's there because he is dating one of the mud wrestling strippers, question mark? Yeah. I mean, she's not a stripper because she's not been stripping, but yeah. she is wrestling mud f- for money in a, in a club with a CDMC at least. Yeah. And there's a backstage bit that yeah. is obviously for the girls to get ready. By the way, we're given no information as, to, like, this is completely gleaned yeah. from like two scenes of conversations with them like that like we're apparently meant to know that they're already in a relationship yeah which i don't think we've ever seen her in our lives before we've never seen her in our lives and he's come straight from the police station yeah so i think it's about 9 a.m yeah, yeah. i don't know why all this mud yeah. wrestling's going on in the middle of the day because the rest of the episode in the police station happens over the course of a day yeah, yeah you're right yeah we yeah, keep going back morning. to the club and it's like two in the morning i'm like how what it's like memento it's not linear it's it's like memento yeah, yeah it is yeah got um, piece it together um <laughs> so but like but yeah. like that's fine like Callum and i have talked a lot on these podcasts about how much we love shows like the west wing and you know the wire and david simon stuff where where you're not given exposition and mm-hmm. you're meant to catch up but you can't do both you can't trick like you like 
it's like your your father said to us when we were writing years ago about you know you could do anything you want but you have to stick to whatever convention you pick yeah you can't just hoodwink your audience so you can't generally make a show that gives quite a lot of exposition often too much um often through song for some reason uh and that but then have like relationships that you're just not going to explore because we're going well are we meant to know who this have we forgotten her like what like it's just unnecessary and confusing yeah it is unnecessary unnecessary and confusing should go on the gravestone of coprot (laughs) sums up this whole period of randy newman's career unnecessary and confusing so anyway he gets her to uh, he's trying to to get her to be a prostitute or sex worker yeah because he wants to nab this drug dealer yeah um he's in the club even though he's suspended um and i think it's like meant to be like a dual thing of like because he just can't stop being a cop i think that's what i read it as but also is it meant to be he thinks that he'll be back in the good books if he gets a big bust maybe they'll let him off the suspension yeah or is he just trying to actually genuinely pimp her out and make some money like yeah i thought that at one point yeah yeah i yeah it's he's a nasty guy it's anyway that's and she's certainly not clear about whether he's doing it for his cop job or he've, or no. whether he's just a nasty guy no that's... because she sings a whole song about it i was gonna say yeah so all of that's not important what's important is uh she sings a song and uh he after he leaves and she has a, a little solo number um that i thought wrongly was the worst song i've ever heard in my life but then <laughs> about 10 minutes know. later i was proved wrong um <laughs> But at this point in my life, yeah. uh, it was, it the, was worst the worst song. song. I, had. I hate he, love. I hate love. I hate men. And I hate myself. I hate Those myself. were the beginnings of the three verses. Yes. Yeah. Which was spoken for some reason. Yeah. That was like Rex Harrison's spoke song. Yeah. And spoke song. Spoke song. <laughs> Spokeson. Uh, but then she had quite a nice voice. So the rest of it, she was singing. So yeah. I was like, I don't know why you're... And it was a weird... It was a very weird meter um it's the yeah. whole thing and then she said i'm a junkie mm-hmm. and i was like oh is she so she is and then she's like no and he's my vice i'm like oh junkie you're in love the, with him junkie for the russo but then she didn't sound like she was in love with him no and i don't know how long they've been together i don't think she is but the song was suggesting that they are the in song... places but in other places it was suggesting they weren't no simultaneously the song was about uh her wishing she didn't work in a strip club and the co- sort of toxicity of that environment, mm-hmm. her being in love with LaRusso mm-hmm. and her being scared of LaRusso. I think it was those three things at the same time were happening, but they were kind of contradicted each other, in, as you say, in different bits of the song. Yeah. And she said in that scene beforehand, oh, do you not like me doing this job? I'll, I'll leave. And he was like, I don't care either way. I was like, oh, so you don't, you're not trapped in it then. So you're not a junkie. Like, you're not someone who needs this job to survive. You could go to do other work. And then the song was like, I'm trapped in this awful job. Are we meant to hate LaRusso and think he's an absolutely one of the worst human beings that ever lived? I think so, and, yeah. And be hoping that he gets brought down. Yeah, he, he's yeah. the antagonist. Yeah, he is, he is the okay. antagonist, yeah. Because it's not clear all the time. No. Because it's kind of set up like he's the hero. 
it's kind of like he's a McNulty, like a like a sort of lovable f up rogue kind of thing. Sometimes it feels like that's what they're trying to paint him as. But he's done a lot of things. That he's a horrendous are. human being. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we get that. Yeah. Um, that that goes away. That's not how I describe every. The scene just goes away in Coprock. Like nothing really resolves, or it just just yeah. goes. It leaves. It just fades it, out. The scene leaves the room. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then another scene walks in, and you go, "Okay, right now we're now this person's here." Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. Um, and I think are we back with the mayor? Uh, yeah. I just wanted to let you know my notes were for that song. Oh yeah. WTF are these lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> like just dreadful lyrics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're back to the mayor's office. I don't want to talk about this. And she is having I a meeting with can't. two advisors for either the DNC or the GOP. Yeah, they're and twins as well. I don't know why that means. That's not, spoken, that's not, not, not mentioned at all. But they're identical twins. Um, they set her down. I can't believe we have to have this conversation. And they abuse her for 10 minutes. I cannot believe we have to have this conversation about that. I, I, there's... There, there's so much to say about this. Right, so what happens is, yes, they are... Obviously, I don't know if they're from the party or if they're like an independent market research group. Whatever they are, their job has been to poll focus groups about how successful um, Mayor Plank would be. I forgot that's her yeah, name. If she ran for Senate. Yeah. And the polls came back. The polls came back, and, uh, you know, she scored really well, other than in one particular place. And it's. Uh, that she's apparently too ugly to run for political office. Quote the poll. Yep. 90% of people said used the word ugly to describe her. Yeah. And overall, the conclusion was she is the ugliest woman people have ever seen. Yeah. And I was like, how, how are you collecting this data? Yeah. What's the question? <laughs> yeah. Because it was, okay, the polls came back. You're the ugliest woman they've ever seen. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. 90% people said that you were yeah. the ugliest woman ever seen. Really? Did they what say that? Asked, yeah, yeah. they specifically asked. used the word ugly. Yeah. I don't know what the question is. Yeah, Was it, do know. you think this woman's ugly? Because... <laughs> I... And then they went through all these things, like, you're ugly enough to stop a train. Uh, uh, I've, I've written it down. Oh, no. Plug ugly. Don't know what that means. My favourite one, I think. Too ugly to live. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ugly enough to scare horses and dogs. <laughs> horses and dogs. And ugly enough to stop a train. Right. I mean, this poor woman, who also is not ugly. She's just a woman. She's just a person with a lot of hair. She's a woman with, yeah. and, and the hair has grown. Yeah. To be honest, if it wasn't for this scene, we, we would have been talking about the hair, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that, yeah. that has amazed us. And it's got bigger, it but it's again. so overshadowed yeah. by this woman experiencing some harsh ageism, I assume, and obviously misogyny. And they just tell her that she's, yeah, not going to win unless she, um, unless she sorts it out. And she's like, well, what am I going to do then? Now, beyond the just abhorrence of this as a plot device and it's not nice it's also just not true or real or what happens but like look at ronald reagan like it's not like who when 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 have we ever been like oh yeah politicians have got to be sexy like that's like like look at all of them yeah look at trump look at like what that's never been the case joe biden's sexy 
Joe Biden, uh, but but and in fact, even you know, back here, ninety one, you know, we're just coming to the end of Margaret Thatcher's uh, uh, reign in yep. this country. Margaret Thatcher famously had to like masculinize herself mm-hmm. and not uh, not seem attractive. Yeah, because it was the opposite. So I don't know where this has come from. It's, it's really such bizarre. A, why why has this entered Stephen Bochco's head? Why has this happened? It's such a weird plot device because. The character isn't ugly, and the and this isn't what happens in politics. Like, what, like none of this needs to happen. He's obviously high, isn't he? Though at this time, it's. I mean, on meth. I mean, like, what <laughs> on earth? Yeah, it is really it, bizarre. It's nonsense. But the conclusion it's horrible. is, it's horrible and it's nonsensical and it's very awkward viewing. But the conclusion is, she says, "What am I going to do?" And they go, well, here's the number of the best plastic surgeon in the land. He he will sort it out for you. And she goes, okay, I'll think about it. I'm like, sorry, even if we're going to take all of this as true and that it's happened, the response is the only way to fix you is plastic surgery. That is the most extreme thing. And also, if you're running as a very well-known mayor of L.A., and you're on the news channels and you're quite famous. Famous enough for them to consider you for running for Senate. Yeah. If you were in LA, right? Yeah. Or, or California in general, you might know who this woman is. You probably wouldn't know who this woman is. If she suddenly came and with came out with a new face, would you not be a bit concerned? Because it would be so obvious that you'd had plastic surgery. I don't think that is a good political move. So, do they actually ever specify what Senate seat she's running for? Because no. I'm assuming it's California. Yeah. Because there's a bit later on where they go, oh, well, you know, people know you in Los Angeles as some kind of justification to explain why she's already in a position of political power. Yeah. If she's so ugly that she couldn't get elected. Yeah. But if she's running, only people in California are going to vote. Yeah. For their senator. The largest density population of that being in Los Angeles, who already know, like it doesn't. Yeah, it make, doesn't make any sense it at all. Ju- it's oh, it gets worse. Like mathematically, and worse. it literally I, doesn't add up. The more I think about it, the only the only explanation I can think of, the only explanation is that along the way between writing episodes one and three, or one and four, Stephen Bochco suddenly on a whim decided that actually. He wanted the mayor to be a protagonist rather than an antagonist. Yeah. Despite the fact they spent the first episode setting her up as some sort of enemy. Yeah. And he decided that in episode four, actually, he wants her to be a really nice person. But he's only got one episode to get empathy from the audience watching towards her. So he's had to go really quick. What's the quickest way that I can change people's perceptions of this character? I'll just have loads of people call her ugly for 45 minutes. So weird. That's the only thing I can think. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Yeah, makes no sense. Um, So she's left with the business card. Um, Too ugly to live. I, I think it was because at least those were quotes from the polls, right? Yeah. Um, And then just before that scene ends, she says, well, you know, if that's what you think it is. And he went, well... It's the only surefire way we can make people change their minds about the fact that you're physically repugnant. Yeah, physically repugnant. Physically yeah. repugnant. Yeah. What on earth? And they're just playing it as if they're just helping out 
Yeah. You know, here to help. Yeah. <sighs> so extreme. Then there's a moment. They leave and she's left with her thoughts and she picks mm-hmm. up an envelope for some reason. She looks at her portrait of her younger self. Yeah. Um, And she turns and I'm like, oh, there's going to be a song here. Yeah. Yeah. And it lingers and it pauses mm-hmm. and some underscoring comes in. And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, definitely going to be yeah. a song here. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just... <laughs> no. It is. It is. More set up to be a song than any other song we've seen so far in Cop Rock. Thank you. Thank you. I was so... I was so... Such a weird choice. It was how you tell someone that there's a song coming in a film or a show. Yeah. It was bizarre. They did that just to trick us. Yeah. Um, No, back to our cops. um, The grumpy cop versus the positive cop. Grumpy cop versus the positive cop. Yeah, and this was a nonsense... (laughs) I said was, to you... This was a nonsense conversation that annoyed... That was just stupid... Like, two toddlers having a very... <laughs> it's like, oh, well, how can we let people know that these two cops are different? Let's literally have them have a conversation about I'm too nice and I'm too much of a good cop and you're too much of a bad cop. Yeah. Like, and that's the level of the conversation they had, despite the fact we know this and they've gotten over this And already. we had a whole episode on it. back. We're back to square one for no reason. Yeah. And I didn't even know they were going to stay together. No. Because at the end of the last episode, there was an option hanging over whether they were actually going to stay together or not. So they, anyway, they have. uh, So that happens there. Um, They're on patrol. There's a weird interaction. They have this stupid conversation that achieves nothing. And then they go and answer a call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because they haven't got the, the ones and twos on or the blues. No. They just kind of drive really casually around a corner and then overdubbed is the sound of screeching tyres. I'm like, it's yeah. literally they're just turning right. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. There's no screeching here whatsoever. <laughs> no. And then they pull up really slowly but at an angle outside the house. Yeah. I'm like, has the person... Has he just learned to drive? <laughs> okay, maybe that's what it is. They get out. Um, There are some dogs outside this block of flats yeah. and one of them says to the other, come on, come, come here. I'm like, well, I think he knows that they're going to go into the house, but it, yeah, that's really weird. It is awkward dance around the dogs. They go in, uh, and then the grumpy cop says to the good cop, "Hey, stay cool." I'm like, yeah, he, he's gonna stay cool. Yeah, Cause cause that's you're... what you keep hammering us over the head with <laughs> is that he's cool and you're grumpy. So I don't know why that line was there, but it, it, it's it, really confusing. I'm like, oh, have I got it wrong? Have I misunderstood no, this? No, they've got it wrong. They've got their own show that they've created wrong. Wrong. Um, they open the door. They open the door, and then and they walk into such a ridiculously high stakes scene. Yeah. That I just couldn't deal with because I was still like reeling from the ugly stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and now what? And now it's, it's shouting, and it's really emotional. gritty drama like, again. Gritty. Yeah. And it's uh, a couple who um who 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 have been having a row, and the the neighbours I think have called the police yeah. because he's trashed the apartment and obviously knocking her around a bit. Yeah. We don't see him no. uh, attack her, it's but very, he's very, very violent. Implied, yeah, and very violent, yeah. And she's terrified, right? So it's a domestic violence call. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the good cop goes to the woman and says, "Look." you know, we're going to separate you. I'm going to calm you down. Hear your side yeah. of the story. You take him into the kitchen. Yeah. 
you deal with him arrest him and he, yeah and and he goes nuts and grabs a gun and pulls a gun out well he he gets annoyed at the good cop yeah. being nice to his wife nice to his wife yes because yeah. he's annoyed at his wife yeah uh, because of jealousy um and but the good cop is got his back turned and is just dealing with the woman yeah the grumpy cop yeah is meant to have handcuffed him yeah. and taken him to the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, just, he just stops just kind of, and yeah, kind of stares does. into space yeah. for a bit. Yeah, he does. And lo and behold, the criminal gets away and grabs the gun. Yeah. I just yeah. want that to be clear because yeah, it's important for what right. the purpose of this scene is. Yeah. And it rests on what I've just described happening at not happening <laughs> for it to make sense. So I just want to hold that there. They, he grabs a gun. Yeah. The suspect, criminal, um, and aims it at him and is like, I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to shoot you. And he's like, please don't. Eventually, the he grumpy cop convinces him. Calms him down. Yeah. Calms him down. Um, and then he says, the grumpy cop says, put put the gun down and I'll use my discretion and forget this whole thing ever happened. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, he's what? beating up yeah. a woman. <laughs> Trash the flat. The neighbours yeah. have had to call because of yeah. how violent he is. <laughs> he's he's expressed no remorse and is yeah. still f- verbally abusing his yeah. wife and yeah. both of you cops. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's stolen a policeman's gun yeah. and 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 pointed at him, threatened to kill him. Yeah. And your response is, oh, let's just let this whole thing blow <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah, I don't know why. What is wrong with you? <laughs> if you had a stroke in the middle of this seat, like... Absolutely not. If anyone found out that you did that, you would have your badge revoked. And why is it him? Why isn't it the positive cop? Who's being nice to people? It's the wrong way round. round. (laughs) Oh my God. But anyway, as soon as the gun's down, police are halfway out the door. Yeah. Because they're going to leave this horrible, murderous man who just pulled a gun on a cop and has been beating up his wife with said wife, who is clearly still very distraught. And then what happens is something you described as the domestic violence blues. Now, when uh, a little while ago we were talking uh, about the uh, stripper song. Yeah. Um, and I said that was the worst song I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. And then I heard this one and I stood corrected because this is like like everything, everything about it is the worst thing that's ever happened to music. The music's awful. The lyrics are... So I said to you, when we watched, I said, the only way that this can be acceptable, lyrically, the only way this can be acceptable is that both of these actors, the, the, the husband and wife that are singing it, are improvising the lines and it's one take. Yeah. And this was the first take and they, they only had one take and they had to improvise singing as they went along because they're that bad. I mean, also, you and I have seen some improvised musicals. Showstoppers yeah. are excellent at them. Yeah. Netflix do a lot, a lot of this as well, yeah. um, where they improvise musicals on the spot. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. The only way it would be acceptable is if these two actors were improvising the lyrics as they went along in one take, and neither of them had ever been aware of the concept of musical song before. <laughs> Okay, that's what that I makes meant. sense. That's what I meant. Because actually, if it was improvised, it would yeah. still be lyrically and melodically yeah. better yeah. than what happened. Yeah. It's awful. I am falling out of love with Randy Newman as one of my songwriting heroes. Yeah. As I'm just like, this is dreadful. Yeah. This is abysmal, unacceptable, embarrassed, offensively bad. And also, what is the song about? 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, all of that from a technical musical point of view, uh, from a create from a creative point of view, all of those things dreadful. Also, it is morally dreadful as well because it's 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 all about the woman forgiving her husband for no reason because he's shown no remorse or yeah. repentance for anything he's done. He just starts singing about what a hard life he's got, and she's like, "Oh yeah, oh." Yeah, oh, it'll be fine. We'll get through it together. I'm like, no, and it, he's and... beating you. Oh, he's a horror. He's just trying to kill a cop. Like awful. And 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 it ends with the line, "It ain't nobody's fault." And then yeah. they repeat it, "It ain't nobody's fault." No, no, it is. No, it's, it's, his is. it's his fault. It's quite categorically it's quite and obviously fault. solely the fault of this man who yeah. deserves to <laughs> be removed. Needs to be removed from the situation and probably prosecuted. And it's a cop show. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so why is no one saying this? Yeah. And the other two cops, good and bad, just stand there and <laughs> listen to it all. Yeah. And I think they're slightly moved. I don't know. I don't. I have no, no. idea. No. You couldn't pay me no. to to stand there and act while listening while those guys are doing that. Yeah. Uh, but that ends, and um, and I think the kind of message is: see, if you're too nice to the victims of domestic violence, then you'll have your gun nicked. Yeah. Because he's like, go on, you're going to shout at me now. And he's like, mm, well, yeah, yeah, you should kind of know better. And I'm like, no, 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 it was your fault. Yeah. You yeah. were the grumpy cop yeah. who who didn't do what you were meant to do and apprehend the suspect. Yeah. It's entirely your fault. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fine. But it doesn't seem to be the message of the episode. Yeah. And then um, we go back to the club. Yeah. So this is what, I don't know, still either mid-morning, maybe early afternoon. I think early afternoon at yeah. this point. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So we're back in the club and they're yeah, mud and wrestling again. Yeah, and it's still three in the morning. They're doing another mud wrestling round. Yeah. and um, Which is weird because we've already seen her have a shower and go home for the night. So that, I think it's, it's that's existing in a different it time, is, a different, timeline. It is in a different timeline. Which is really confusing. <laughs> Why you do that? Yeah. Um... And we come across Lariso and he's at a table with some criminals Mm -hmm. cooking up a drug deal for 10 kilos of cocaine. Yeah. Which is an awful lot. Yeah. Um, And they're questioning him and saying, hey, how do we know you? You We don't really know you around here. And he's like, trust me, I've got this deal that's going to be fine. To be clear, everything that Lariso does is absolute entrapment, isn't it? Yeah. Like from a legal standpoint, he Mm -hmm. couldn't actually have done any of this. No. No. Well, I mean, I mean, good news is suspended. The question's bigger than that (laughs) because I don't think he actually has a badge. (laughs) And up until this moment, we've had no evidence that the reason that the club is related to his police work. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good point. It's just, we're guessing that because we're trying to make sense of it. (laughs) But he doesn't say that in the, unless he says it in the conversation with the woman before the, before the song, but I don't, I I didn't remember it. No, not, not explicitly. That's all about their relationship and him saying how much would it cost to, yeah, for someone to sleep with you. And, yeah. And so anyway, he's about to do this deal, but our, what, superintendent from the yeah. the police, the nice guy, yeah. comes and finds him and has a go at him. Yeah. And says, you can't pull this stuff. I'm not, you're not allowed to do no. this. You have no authority to do this. Why is he there? No idea. Okay. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> because either he's a punter. I mean, he yeah. He's either come to see the mud wrestling. Or he's been so obsessed with Russo that he's been following him continually. Yeah. He's running the police station. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Russo's suspended. Yeah. So 
So I'm assuming the reason why he's annoyed with them and said you have no authority to do this is because he's not meant to be working, right? Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So that happens, and then we go back to the plastic surgery. Oh, my God. And with, with the plastic surgery, it, we, she's done the appointment, and she's agreed mm-hmm. to go in the next day because he's had a cancellation conveniently. I say conveniently because, as I said earlier in this episode, the episode is set over the course of a day. Except if you're with Larisso and his yeah. partner yeah. and anyone who interacts with him who are clearly in another timeline, including the the superintendent who comes down to the club. So why is it important that it's the next day? If yeah. if it's is it set over a day or is it not? Yeah. This tells me it is. That there's also I just also want to talk about I don't know if you'll talk I don't think you're talking about this scene, are you? I think you're talking about you talk. You're about to talk about the scene where um, she goes under for the operation, and he has a little song. I think we're getting to that, aren't we? Yeah, because yeah. there is a little scene before that, and I can't remember where it comes, where she has an initial little chat with him in in her office. So the, the, the I was thinking of the end of that, where yeah, yeah. you're right. I think they're you're two right. separate scenes. They're two aren't separate they? scenes. They must be because the end of that scene is the next. Uh, I can fit you in the next day, so it can't go straight. I mean, it could. But that's in his office. office. Oh, is it in his office? Yes, Because sorry, he says right. we have an operation, operating theatre right here sorry, on the right. premises. Yes. Yeah. But she's, he's like, oh, so what do you want? What nose do you want? It's, it's confusing because the scene starts off in a part of his office that looks identical to her, to her office. It's the same yeah. window and the same desk. <laughs> yeah, I think and it, she's like behind the desk. So that's I why think I was it might be the same office. <laughs> if I'm being cynical here, I think they might have used the same office and maybe yeah. changed a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. Or just kept that it the same. Makes a lot of sense. But he says we've got an operating theatre right here on the premises, so yeah. it must be his. It must be his office. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, so there's a conversation where she lists uh, uh, in quite a lot of detail specific different parts of her face and and, and who... Well, actually, no, sorry. First of all, he yeah, says, sorry, it starts what nose with, do you want? It starts with a great bit of technology where it's like this weird computer program where it's, it's an e-fit it's an e-fit from yeah. Crime Watch. yeah 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 uh but it's her in profile and yeah and he's going right what nose would you like and it cycles through eight different noses yeah there didn't need to be eight because no. it's, it's literally just setting the scene for what she's doing yeah we, we didn't need to see all eight for different eight. noses for eight. but like three of those eight noses are one would say conventionally less attractive than her actual nose. So we were like, yeah. what? Like, like one of them is like a, a, a very masculine, like rugby player's broken nose, like, like a Roman nose. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, well, why would she go for that? Why are you giving her the option to, to look worse? Yeah. It, I, it, it, it wouldn't fit that woman's face. Fit, no. And another no. one was a tiny button nose. <laughs> That was so small. Like, I think they actually it like was... scooped a bit of her face out because no, like, t- it was behind her mouth. I'll, like, tell, and... I'll tell you exactly what this is, and this is such a niche reference that if if anyone gets this, I'll be really proud of I th- you. I think I know what you're going to get. Say so. Um, if anyone remembers uh, the smell of Reeves and Mortimer, <laughs> yes, yes. There's a I was going to say famous a sketch that. Uh, that is in that show of MasterChef, like back the original '90s MasterChef with Lloyd Grossman, and uh, Vic Reeves is being Lloyd Grossman with cutlery for fingers and big winkle pickers on and a giant head 
yeah. and he floats around. Um, and Bob Mortimer plays a contestant. And he, what they've done is they've put, they put prosthetics on him and they've given him a nose that is that finishes halfway up the bridge of his real nose (laughs) and then a moustache that covers the bottom of his nose. (laughs) Yeah. That's what that nose looked like. (laughs) That's exactly what that... It was a tiny button nose, which is obviously in the wrong part of a human space. Yeah. And this is the best best, uh, plastic surgeon in the land. I keep saying in the land and it makes it sound like a kingdom fairy (laughs) tale. But I I don't know. I'm just sticking with it at the moment. No, I like it. Um, Yeah. But it like... He would... What medically what would he have to do to create that like literally like shave the bone from like I, like i don't mm, yeah it, like like there's you're right i don't that's I what don't they do they shave the bone no you're right they well he said he says rhinoplasty yeah. right which is the breaking of a nose and resetting Reset, it yeah. in a, in a way yeah. that is functional or if it's rusted reasons you know with about two-thirds of those noses it's more it's it's literally yeah. like amputating her entire nose off and giving her an entirely different new nose which is not you can have the nose of a newborn baby or you can have a witch's nose (laughs) from an anti-semitic cartoon (laughs) in the early 1900s i mean those are the two options yeah so so that's odd understandably after we see the 75th nose she says oh do you know what i don't need any of this i know exactly what i want and then yeah gives a list of I want such and such as eyes. I want such and such as nose. I want such and such as yeah. mouth. A lot of detail, and he's and then he's. And like I don't listing. know who any of these people are. No, actually. I don't. I. They don't. must be eighties references. Because I like you know what I'm like. You with love the eighties. I feel like if they were real, I would have known at least one of them. Yeah. Or recognised. I feel like they're fictional celebrities. Celebrities yeah. in the fictional world of that would but, make sense. What does that's meaningless for us? Well, yeah. Because if they've made them up, then there's no one that we don't. I don't understand what that means. Is it because that that, that they're going to have to show it at some point, <laughs> which is another thing entirely, and they don't want to get done for saying, "Oh, I want Michelle Pfeiffer's eyes," yeah. Yeah. and then the eyes come out and the operation. They're going to show it with prosthetics, and then Michelle Pfeiffer's like, "What are you doing? I'm going to see you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. I think this whole episode is just that really nervous and being litigated. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's very it's, odd. It's um, very bureaucratically driven. Yeah. Um, so we all like our narrative, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So she got, like, and then with with each like facial thing that she says she wants done, he yeah. names the medical procedure. Yeah. Um, but then she goes, she goes, and as for the body. Oh, just do the best you can. I was like, <laughs> what? You, that's you as the writer have got bored of writing this scene. That's yeah. the only logical, because why would she, well, she's gone to so much trouble for her face and then you've just gone, oh, I need to finish this scene. Yeah. And I can't, like, <laughs> why, why did you drop that? Like, so weird. And also, can we just bear in mind that no plastic surgeon in the world would go, yes, you can have a different every single organ of your face is going yeah. to be different and new yeah in one operation yeah because he says i'm going to do the the face every, tomorrow every, yeah everything above the neck yeah uh tomorrow and then everything below the neck in two weeks so in six weeks time you'll have an entirely new you'll be an entirely new person yeah. like right we're getting into science fiction plan now. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Like, this yeah. is... Yeah. Mm. No, 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 complete fantasy. I don't trust him. Complete fantasy. Yeah. So, yeah, he says, I've got an opening tomorrow. Let's let's do it. Um, and it's obviously a recipe for disaster. And she's um, really shocked. She's really shocked that it's tomorrow. Yeah. And I think maybe is like... Second thoughts? Second thoughts about it. But again, like, if you've gone to the trouble of thinking about all these specific... It's just weird. Yeah. So... It's, again, it's like the writer went, oh, I forgot that for drama you need, like, tension and conflict and I've made her too agreeable about this procedure too quickly. Yeah. So now I'm going to change Then now she's apprehensive again. But, got, but then don't show us that she's driving that conversation about all the things she wants changed. Yeah. But fine. So we leave that scene in their collective office. Yeah. The mayor's yeah. office and the yeah. surgeon's office. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the police station where, remember at the very beginning of the episode, there were two men came in to talk about whether Lariso is guilty mm, of shooting mm, that yeah. uh, criminal mm. unlawfully, which obviously everyone who has a brain cell knows that he did. Right. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. Is it personal? Yeah. Have they forgotten that they showed us that yeah. he killed it? They have. Yeah. They? Yeah. Because we saw it. Yeah. We saw the whole thing. <laughs> I don't think they, as in the creators of the present Stephen Bochco, I don't think he knows we saw it as an audience. Yeah. I think, I don't know how, but I don't think he's aware that we know. I don't think he wrote it in the shooting script and he yeah. hasn't watched any of the episodes <laughs> since. <laughs> I think they put it in, the director put it in on the yeah. day. He was like, we've got yeah. to show this. Yeah. Maybe. Because nothing, nothing since that pilot has made sense relating to the LaRusso thing because it's it's all constructed around like did he didn't like from our point of view we're not we're definitely not meant to have seen it yeah but we did see what happened yeah. very clearly and we know that he's an absolute <laughs> arsehole yeah so why is there all this all is he a rogue or has yeah. he gone too far like well we well we know don't yeah. we that he's no we're not meant to yeah. we're not meant to know and there was a conversation about the fact that the policeman who witnessed witnessed it got got a, the other witness who was uh, yeah. not p- police but he was a civilian witness uh, another suspect at the time he was in the room at the time it, it happened to testify yeah right and that's what he's been working on mm-hmm. since when he went into the the chief's office at the beginning of the day um trying to get this guy to testify if they give him immunity yeah from whatever criminal job he's meant to have done can't remember no no i don't even think we were ever told um and he says, okay, yeah, the important thing about this is that Russo is a lot of things, but he's not a racist. Everyone wants it to be racially driven and aggravated and say that he killed this guy because he was black. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, he just killed him because he's because Russo's an asshole mm-hmm. and he didn't and he has no time for criminals. And I'm like, well, right. Yeah. So you, the only person in this program who could actually just yeah. confirm what we saw, which I think... Like, yeah, there's a huge culture in LA at this time and yeah. today. Yeah. You, you can't take race out of the no, equation. No. It's a ridiculous yeah. thing to do. Yeah. yeah. What is happening here? Yeah. Oh, no, it's... It, it, well, yeah. yeah, it is. It yeah. is, isn't it? And there's absolutely... But you're having a black character say that and I don't yeah. think that that's really okay. No, it's not. Because there's absolutely no reason. There's no reason for it to be taken out of the equation because it's... Because then, like, we... He, we, we saw it. We saw yeah. what happened. We know what happened. Yeah. So at some point, like, 
it's not for the benefit of anyone to do that. Yeah. And we know that Russo didn't know whether the guy was guilty or not. Yeah. Yeah. He just decided to shoot him because he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. And he's only ever done that to another uh, character, of, to a character of colour in the whole yeah. thing. So, I mean... The, the, yeah. Oh, it's just stupid. But yeah, I... I think that's a that's a moral question mark over the top there maybe steve botchko is trying to say hey sometimes people do bad things because they're assholes not just because they're racists and that makes them somehow okay or better yeah like you still killed an innocent person moving on we go back to the plastic surgery we do we do um so she's uh, being given some anesthetic she is um and whilst she's getting the anaesthetic, he says, you're right. And she goes, mm-hmm. And he says, talk to me. Yeah. Um, looking over her, you know, in classic TV Days of Our Lives yeah. style. Whatever. And um, she says, I-, I am a little bit worried. And he goes, oh, don't worry. You won't feel a thing. I'm like, well, I, yeah, I hope, fucking hope yeah. not. Like, yeah. What yeah. do you? Uh, however, um, and she says, no, it's not that. It's, it's that I'm, I'm wondering that it, if it won't work. That I won't be, I won't be pretty. Mm. And he says, "Trust me, when I'm finished with you, you'll be beautiful." Or you might say that in the previous scene, but yeah, no, I think the, it is. The, yeah, it is this one. Yeah, that is the moment. Um, yeah. and then they gas her, and she goes under. Yeah. And whilst she's under, mm-hmm. all the operating theatre have a little song and dance. They do have a little song and dance, led, ably led by the plastic surgeon. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, no, able. He is able. Able. Um, <laughs> I think he's an accomplished performer, but it is a weird choice. It's a we- it is a weird choice. He's not the greatest singer in the world. He's got a very specific voice, and mm. you and I were talking about who yeah. who it reminded us of, and I think that you've got it. The the only person I could think of was Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, with an American accent. With an Amer- yeah, with a slightly more American yeah twang to it. Yeah, it is. It's that. It's that weird tone. Yeah. That wouldn't get you a job in musical theatre. Yeah. So I don't really know why he's he's in LA being playing this character. No. But anyway, he sings this song, and it's all about how plastic surgery is great. Yep. Um. Uh, the bigger the better when it's under the sweater. Is yep. a lyric that stood out to me. Yep. Um. I've got magic in my hands. Yeah. Um. With cold blue steel, I'm gonna cut you open. It's like. You know, I am your dentist from Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that is a brilliant parody of a doctor who takes a bit too much pleasure in what they do and might have a screw loose. And yeah. it obviously affords us a, a knowledge as a an audience that this guy is not yeah. a nice guy, right? Which is important to the plot of Little Shop of Horrors. So Steve Martin, Steve Martin, great, a- ably mm-hmm. more than ably mm-hmm. uh, plays that in the film. Um, in this. It's like he's a psychosurgeon who is really well respected and good at his job, but he also really enjoys being good at his job. So why is there a song that makes me feel really uneasy about him cutting up this woman? I, I, I don't think. I think it is the tone of his voice that makes you think he's a psycho. Because there's Maybe not really that much yeah. in the lyrics. Because that... he's got the voice of Black Sabbath lead singer. Yeah, yeah. Because I felt the same. I was like, I don't know why I feel like this. Because actually, nothing you've said. Okay, you said stuff that's a bit weird and not in the realms of reality, but I've not been scared of you at any point until now. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think it's the lyrics. I think it's your singing voice 
makes you feel like you're quite like you're a bit of a psycho. Um, there was also another creative decision that annoyed me. Was that if you were in an operating theatre yeah. and then a song starts and the doctor sings a song yeah. Yeah. and everyone joins in, yeah. who do you think everyone would be? The nurses. Yeah. Yeah. But in this, it yeah. isn't. No. It's people who also <laughs> like plastic surgery that we have never met before. Maybe models. Where are they Maybe yeah. celebrities. Yeah. Like, I don't know who they represent. No. But they, well, they came from behind the screens. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. they're approaching this with the logic of a nurse who's putting on a show in an operating theatre. Yeah. But they're not, it, but they don't work there. Where right. have they come from? No, Why yeah. are they there? Remember um, last episode where we had the um, uh, the cell block tango. <laughs> yeah, I it do. would it would be like if they'd done that, but uh, but only one of the criminals in the lineup had sung, and then just other like but criminals from like history had just come out and joined in and sung with him. You'd go, you'd have gone that way. Yeah, I like that would still be more relevant than this because they'd, be they'd be criminals. That's true. Yeah, it would be other people who have been affected <laughs> or associated with crime in some way. Because these people may or may not have. Yeah, no, we don't know point. what their relationship is. That's a good point. They're just women yeah. in like colourful outfits. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know who that. Maybe they're models. But we we can guess. But yeah. if if we don't know. The chances are you don't know no. as writers. Yeah. Yeah. Make a decision. Yeah. Just yeah. golden rule. As long as you know, it's yeah. fine. They obviously don't. Um, and they sing this song. And there's a Michael ja- Jackson reference, like eat Michael okay. Jackson, eat your heart out. And they decide to put that in the music. Yep. Except. Yep. Again, 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 we're back to this idea that they, for some reason, is absolutely terrified. Ter- terrified of being sued. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's a eat, eat heart Michael Jackson, and then the plastic surgeon goes woohoo, and I'm like, no, it's it's he he it's he he isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's what always been. Doing? What are you going? What are you going? Woohoo! It's, it's not what he did. It's wrong. It's wrong. You're getting Michael. Stop getting not, Michael Jackson wrong. They're not going to sue you for saying he he. I don't. They can't. No, they can't. There's no way that he's got the rights to that noise. No. So yeah, I mean Nonsense. that was weird. Um, and then it ends and we go back to the police station. We do. Oh, sorry. No, we, we go don't. back to the club. We go back to the club. Yeah. You're right. We, yeah. We go, we go back to the old timey cabaret. Mud wrestling centre. Competitive center. mud wrestling centre and referee convention. Yeah. Um, at this point, there's about 18 referees milling around. There's like a point where it shapes the they crowd. Multiplied. And there's like five different referee shirts. And just yeah. a bit in the background, like, why? Are th- why? Why are there so why many? There's so many referees. You're paying here? all of them to... <laughs> but surely it's only ever one match at a time. I can't... You need one. I mean, I d- yeah, so you need many? one. You need one. <laughs> I don't know why you need any because it's also <laughs> a mud wrestling match in a strip club. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I think. But again, it's not played as if it's for the benefit of the punters. No, they're not. It's not for them to. Ogle. Maybe the referees it's a, it's a genuine are the customers. Tournament. Maybe they're paying <laughs> to referee a mud wrestling match. Hey, I'm going to hold that thought there because it's about to make more sense. Is it? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold that idea. Okay. That ridiculous thing I've just said. Yeah. You're about to agree with me. Okay. Because we're back at the club. Yeah. And Russo, uh, who, who was had his La deal. Russo. LaRusso, sorry, had his, uh, Rene Russo. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just took me back to uh, Thomas Crown Affair. Thomas Crown Affair. Russo? Yeah. Great film. You got to see her boobs in that one. Great film. Um, uh, the one with Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. A lot in the 90s. She was in loads of stuff in the 90s. What happened to... Get Shorty. What happened to Rene... Oh, yeah, good movie. Yeah. What happened to Rene Russo? I don't know. If you know what happened to Rene Russo, you know what to do. Get in touch. Tweet us, Facebook. Last thing I saw it in was uh, Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal. She's the oh, boss she's of that. the station. Yeah. 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 Very good actor. Um, anyway, LaRusso, not Rene Russo, is with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. who I, I think does have a name, but it's said like once. And when yeah. I, I can't remember, and she doesn't have a character, even though she's had a whole soliloquy in a dressing room yeah. about how much she hates men and she hates her yeah. job and she hates life and she hates herself. Ben? Um, huh? Ben? Ben? Yeah, is that her name? No, it's not Ben. Okay. <laughs> ben? I don't know. Came, came to Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Woohoo! Woohoo! Trust Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> uh, so he says, "Right, come on, you're coming with me." Presumably, his drug deal's gone down because the superintendent ruined it, and the yeah. superintendent's gone back to the station, I think. And he's—it's the end of the night, mm. and all the referees are kind of circling, or yeah. orbiting <laughs> yeah, they are, the yeah. club. So am I getting a drink? None of them are refereeing anymore. No. There is a there is a wrestling match happening with two other women not being refereed. <laughs> and then one woman really aggressively, like, hip tosses this other woman yeah. to the floor. I'm like, okay, right. Is it is it like is it like I'm a uh, like professional wrestling? Yeah. It, anyway, they're leaving the club, aren't they? Yeah. They're leaving the club and Larusso is about to uh, kind of get in the car with his squeeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a referee kind of loitering. <laughs> As they do. Yeah. They're orbiting everywhere. Yeah. Um, and he says to the referee, hey, how you doing? And he's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I'm good, thanks. And he's like, um, do you want to have sex with my woman? <laughs> and he's like, mm, no, I'd really like that. That'd be great. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, um, darling, would you have sex with him? And she's like, uh, looks pretty upset. And then she's yeah. like, mm, would you want me to have sex with him? And he's like, yeah, I want you to do this. I want you to do it for me. And yeah. she goes, all right then. And I'm like, right, but why? Yeah. why? Yeah. You, you're a pimp now? Yeah. Okay. Then he hands over the money. Mm-hmm. Referee walks away with a woman, and what does Larissa do? He says, you're under arrest. Whips out his it's gun. Absolute entrapment. And he entraps the yeah. John. Yeah. The referee. Because he's annoyed that the drug... Because he wanted to do it for the drugs. Yeah. But he couldn't, so he forced a guy oh, to... that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's That's it. a kind of motivation there, yeah. He wanted to do it. He wanted to arrest wanted somebody. He wanted to arrest someone, because he's, he's a psychopath. Can't stop being a cop. Yeah. Um... So he does, and then the referee gets out a gun. Yeah. Like, why do, Why does he have a gun? He's a referee. Well, it's a dangerous business. Well, clearly. I mean, yeah. yeah. So he puts the gun to the lady's head and says, if you shoot me or try and arrest me, I'm going to kill her. 
mm-hmm. and Rene Rousseau. Re- uh, <laughs> Rene Rousseau. Rene Rousseau. Rene Rousseau. Yeah. I've just done, done that to myself. Uh, Rousseau says, well, fine, but I'm going to get you anyway. Yeah. And so he goes, all right, then pulls the gun down and gives himself up. Yeah, right. And she turns to him and says, you were going to let him kill me. So there, all, all, all of this nonsense, <laughs> right? What? Like, what? Like, what's he? It's a re. Why? 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 Why doesn't he shoot? Like, why does he put the gun down? I don't, I don't know. know what he said that makes him change. Because he's like, right, she's. I'm definitely gonna kill her. And yeah, the rooster says that I don't care. Um, you could kill her if you want. And then, and then the face that the referee pulls is like, oh, you got me. Yeah. I was like, what? No, what? Because Why? he called his bluff. Because he, he was but, never going to shoot her anyway. But but there was never a moment. But it, it he played it like, oh, I lost the game. Like it wasn't yeah. like there yeah. was no moment of like him like considering shoot and then being like, oh no, you're right, you're right. I can't do it. I'm annoyed that you called. No, me there out. was no none of that. Surely that's the way you meant to play that. No, no, you got me. Like what? really weird. Yeah, really oh, weird. Really. Also, no badge. So no. he's not a cop. Yeah. As far as this guy's concerned. No. But also, but but I I don't think the guy does think he's a cop because he doesn't like the like he's just immediately pulls the gun on gun. He's like, no, 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 I'm not. That's yeah. Not but like, then I, when he puts the gun down, he goes and he gives himself him be hands over to yeah, get arrested. Is, yeah. Why does Russo have handcuffs on him? Yeah. None of this makes sense. No. And everything Russo is doing is illegal. Larusso. Sorry. LaRue. Very important. I mean... LaRue. Ah, Le- uh, yeah. Think of it that way. Um, and then that's the end of that scene, right? Yeah. Because we go back to the station. Yeah. And everyone's very busy. Right. 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 That's the best I can describe that scene. Right. Everyone's very busy. Okay. So at this point now, I am convinced that for whatever reason, there is a quota... For the amount of songs that have to be in each episode. Yeah. And they panicked because they realised they were one short. So then what's about to happen happened. Because that's the only explanation for why why we get what we get. Because it's it's a song. Oh. It's an ensemble song about basically about being busy in a police station. Like it, it, it adds nothing to the story. It adds nothing to anyone's character. It is completely meaningless. Uh, it's very mean-spirited. Um, I was going to say, actually, it does add something to all of the characters in the whole police station. Oh, I hate all of them. In now. that they're all absolutely subhuman yeah. scum. Yeah, yeah, no, morally I, I redundant. hate all of the ones, even the ones I quite liked before. Yeah, dead, dead to me. I hate them all. Uh, yeah. They're all awful. So that yeah. they refer to all these criminals and suspects as human garbage. Yeah, yeah. The and song's the... called "Garbage In, Garbage Out." Yeah. And the garbage in is the people. Yeah. And the garbage out is the paperwork. The paperwork yeah. And I'm like, right, okay. Yeah. You all need to be fired immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what we mean when we say defund the police. Because like stop giving <laughs> stop giving these guys money. Stop giving these guys money. Give it to the youth centres, give it to the community centres, give it to the projects. Yeah. Don't give it to these guys. Because yeah. they're obviously not doing a very good job. Yeah. They keep killing people on purpose yeah. and then trying to get away with it. Yeah. They don't really know the law. No. They've got terrible human relations. Yeah. Give it to the referees. Give it to the referee. No, don't give it to the no? referees. Okay. No, because they, they're they not very good people okay. either. Oh, they're not. Okay. Well, no. It's hovering around uh, 
female mud wrestlers and paying to have sex with them. Yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, who are we to judge? Could have had a hard life. Referees aren't that easy. No. I'd rather give the money to a referee than to a policeman. Yeah, that's true. If push came to shove. Referees are a bit like policemen, aren't they? They are. Law and, men of law and order. Men and of women. law and order and women, yeah. I mean, professional wrestling referees yeah. have been known to break those rules. Yeah. Seeing merchandise. That's true. Oh, Hebner. Oh, Hebner ruined yeah. his legacy. He did. Ruined his legacy. He did ruin his legacy. Yeah. That and the Montreal Screwjob. Yeah. I mean, That's two true. things you're never going to come back from. No. If you don't know what those references are, don't worry. You don't need to. No. Just, well, just pretend it didn't happen and we'll move yeah. on. Absolutely. So... So there's yeah, a yeah horrible it's a song, horrible song, and it's not. It's also again, it's not very nice to listen from a musical point of view. It's just no. not very nice. There's nothing pleasant about it. It's no. very screechy and high. Yeah, and it just didn't need to be there. And that's why the only thing I can think is that it is there purely, purely because they had to have five songs in each episode. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think. Meanwhile, while all that was going on, yeah. um, the informant has yeah. come forward, been granted immunity, said, yes, Russo mm-hmm. did kill yeah. uh, the suspect unlawfully, which everyone knew. Because when it happened, just want to remind you, if you haven't seen episode one, there were about eight people in the room, yeah. four of whom were police officers. Yeah, I The forensic yeah, I pathologist think... knows that it wasn't, that, and he's yeah. lying. What? Like, yeah. The only person who doesn't seem to know is the superintendent. Yeah. And he does know. He just needs proof. Yeah. So anyway, he's got his proof because he's got uh, the informant to cough up. So uh, they turn around, grab LaRusso and arrest him. Yeah. When did he get to the police station? You're under arrest. Um, He's booking. He's booking the referee. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The referee's sat down with him. Which again, he can't do. Oh God, no! Because he's suspended. Yeah, but that's what he's doing. Right. I. Yeah. That's why the superintendent stopped him doing the drug bust. Maybe he's not suspended. Maybe he isn't. If that is the case, then why is the superintendent? I don't know when that happened because he was. Why is the super then telling him he can't do what he's doing? I specifically told you you can't do this. Do you know? Do you know? I am pretty sure. This is episode three, isn't it? Yeah. I am. I am pretty sure it could work that actually what happened is that episode two and episode three are both episode two, but different, but alternate episode two. Like they both could follow on directly from episode one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Subsequent That's, timelines. Yeah. It's That's a split. Yeah, that's the only way I can Multiverse. explain that. That's the only way I can Same explain... Same thing's happening in slightly different ways. Yeah. Okay. That's it. In that case, Cop Rock very ahead of its time. Very ahead of its time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm sure you're all desperate to know what the results of mm-hmm. the plastic surgery yes, was, right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. What's it going to look like with all yeah. those celebrity faces? Yeah. And so we're getting to the end of the episode. Yeah. I'm sure we're probably going to have a shock reveal. Yeah. No. End, end credits. End credits. Roll That's the credits. end of it. Yeah. We never find out what happened to her. We're gonna have to wait until yeah. episode four. Um, it's clever. They keep you, you know, keep keep, keep you hanging on. They do. The next one. Yeah, they do. I mean, I don't know if I. 
I mean, I do want to watch it because mm. I quite enjoy hate watching things. And also I've got no choice because Adam's paid for us to do it. Yeah. But also I, I resent it. Oh, yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah. Maybe that's why Adam's doing it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But that is it. That is episode three. And obviously now it makes perfect sense as to why uh, it was called Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> But like, what was the, I saying about the referee? I didn't come back to. Oh, about them um, paying to be there. Yeah, if they were clients wanting to, uh, if they're paying to wrestle. Yeah. To, well, to to referee the girls wrestling, they're getting closer to the girls, and then he wants to take it one step further, further and then right. go home with one for the night, or yeah. quote unquote party. With them. That was what I was going to say. That works. Yep. Yep. Okay. Great. All right, I'm with you. It, the mud wrestling is. Yeah the least consequential element of the whole episode. Mm-hmm. So why, again, uh, why? Because it's not Mother's Day, as you said at the beginning, nothing to do with mothers. So you've used a phrase purely to get the word mud in there. Yeah. Which also wasn't Which important. is why, 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 but why, yeah, why? Absolute waste of energy, space, time, and money. I, but this is also like it is the worst work that Randy Newman's ever done in, in his life, to my knowledge. Oh, I, absolutely, it's it's so. I can't believe he did it. I mean, he obviously phoned it in. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think it would be hard, like harder to write that badly. Yep. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. Yep. There you are. That's it. That's the episode. There we go. Well done. Thank you all. Uh, we got through it listening. together. We did get through it together. Um, and uh, yeah, we will be back at some point soon, hopefully, uh, with uh, another episode of The Glorious Moonlighting. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, do uh, keep an eye, as we say, on the socials uh, as to when the next episode will be released. Uh, and uh, if you're not uh, giving us uh, a follow on uh, Twitter or Facebook or anything like that, do please uh, uh, do that. And then you'll get those notifications coming through as well. And you can uh, find all of those social media uh, platforms on uh, uh, at Podcast Macabre uh, on Twitter. Did you forget the name of the podcast? It's because it's the other way round, ah, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's at Macabre Podcaster okay. on Twitter because for some reason Podcaster Macabre was taken even though it's spelt wrong. Um, yes, at Macabre Podcaster on Twitter. You can find us uh, fb.me forward slash Podcaster Macabre on Facebook. You can drop us an email, podcastermacabre at gmail.com. And you can, of course, like, share, and subscribe uh, to this podcast, to any of our other podcasts, the Jonathan Creek ones, any of our previous, any requests, on Anchor, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Entirely correct. In the meantime, I've been Callum Hughes. I've been David Shopland. We'll see you next time. Be careful out there. Tears and rain, precious memories of you.